Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Today is Monday, September 10th, 2007, and you're listening to episode number 49 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast sponsored by GoDaddy. Today you'll learn about Investing 101, Going Public, and AMD Barcelona. To the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Welcome. If you are a new listener to the podcast, or if you are a regular listener, and I highly encourage you to check out a whole myriad of things that I have up on the site few to mention. We have a live video stream. I'm trying to keep that up as much as possible. My computer doesn't uh, crash. Some of you might be watching this on the Ustream channel right now. Of course, it's being recorded on there. And you can find that well, on the site, taylormark.com. I also encourage you to check out the forums, taylormark.com forward slash forum. My phone. Bleh. My podcast is iPhone compatible. You can simply dial the number 1-831-480-3979 to listen to the podcast instantly on your phone. Or you could go to taylormark.com forward slash iPhone. And uh, I don't think some of it is working, but I think it looks good on iPhone. I don't know. I need some feedback there. But it's that and the forums and... Uh, shopping 
cart and donations and there's just so much stuff on the taylormark.com site so much stuff available at your waiting fingertips I would highly encourage you to head on out to taylormark.com and check that out for all the latest and so you can stay up to date on all the recent things and thank you to the most recent subscribers who have subscribed via email congratulations you will be getting blog posts and podcast updates to your email inbox as soon as they are posted before anybody else does unless they're ready and waiting on a, a feed reader already or a podcatcher and it's just been a crazy week. I've had stuff going on where uh sort of eating into things that uh you know, it's not really a good thing taking away time from another thing that doesn't need to be taking time away from. There's a sort of a bad move there, so I've more or less come to a solution and uh <laughs> So uh, podcast, as I know, it should be back on schedule. And for those of you Tech News Gadget listeners, sorry I haven't been able to come out with one. I've been working on a new format of how to do it, so stay posted. It will be coming out soon, hopefully. I just have to find the time to record and post because Tech News Gadget is going to be more technology intensive than you may realize it to be. Now as for today's episode... So number 49, sponsored by GoDaddy. Today for finances, you'll learn about investing 101. For business, you'll learn about going public. And for technology, you'll learn about AMD Barcelona. Are you looking for a place to get a domain name or web hosting? Well, then look no further. GoDaddy is the answer to all your questions. They have 24-7 technical support, reachable on a phone, they have best domain name pricing you can find anywhere. They have everything and anything that you need to make and get and keep your piece of the internet and make your piece of the internet successful. And when you go out to GoDaddy.com to purchase your domain names, why don't you use these two codes to help you save next time you purchase? And when you're in a checkout line, you have your web hosting order ready for when you're getting web hosting through GoDaddy. Use the code POD11, P-O-D-11, to save 10% on that. Or just in general, buying a domain name or anything else, use the code BLUE11, B-L-U-1-1. Try GoDaddy today, own your piece of the internet, and save. Now as for finances today, it is Investing 101, and it's going to be a really short, sweet part financial topic, and uh, basically starts off, and I've gotten the link to this will be in the show notes, it goes as follows, have you ever wondered how the rich got their wealth and then kept it growing? Do you dream of retiring early or being able to retire at all? Do you know that you should invest, but don't know where to start? Well, if you answered yes to any of the above questions, you've come to the right place. And learn about the practice of investing from the ground up. The world of finance can be extremely intimidating, but 
Yeah, the stock market and greater financial world will not seem so complicated once you learn some of the lingo and major concepts. Should emphasize, however, that investing isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. Taking control of your personal finance will take work, and yes, there will be a learning curve. But the rewards will far outweigh the required efforts. Contrary to popular belief, you don't have to allow banks, bosses, or investment professionals to push your money in directions that you don't understand. After all, no one is in a better position than you are to know what is best for you and your money. Regardless of your personality type, lifestyle, or interest, this tutorial that I will hand out in coming weeks will help you to understand what investing is, what it means, and how time earns money through compounding. But it doesn't stop there. It will also teach you the building blocks of the investing world and markets, give you some insight in techniques and strategies, and help you think about which investing strategies suit you best. So here... Do yourself a lifelong favor and tune in next week for latest. I know, and you're like, just when I was getting started. Well, one last thing. Remember, there are no stupid questions. If after listening to this tutorial in the coming weeks and you still have unanswered questions, feel free to call in with the questions 1-866-TMP-2860 or go to taylormerritt.com website. Also, the link to this tutorial will be in the show notes, so if you need to contact them, by all means, I would recommend that you do so, but I'm, actually, I'm doing a service for you and for the people who have already posted this, I'm cross-posting it. Also, this might be, seem to be short and a sweet episode or portion financial topic there's actually a lot of material in here in what I just talked about that's very mandatory to learn. A lot of the rich people, you'll be surprised. I read through this, I'm like, wow, it, yeah, that's exactly it. You do, I'll make an example. Contrary to popular belief, you don't have to allow banks, bosses, or investment professionals push your money in directions that you don't understand. And that's exactly the stance that I take. See, your money, you're supposed to take in control of it. And I have spoken on this topic specifically before in the previous podcasts, probably last year. I don't know exactly when, but I have spoken on this topic. You need to take control of your money. And so that's why I'm giving you this Investing 101. And thank you to people for coming up with this tutorial in the first place, greatly needed, and for you, listener, let's rewind this and listen to this short financial topic about it, and just mull it over in your mind a little bit, let it sink in, and you'll find out that some aspects, some little ideas that were mentioned here are actually some of the ideas of how the rich think and how they act. So, stay tuned in the coming weeks for more Investing 101. This was just the introduction. Link to the full tutorial will be in the show notes. But you know, I'd highly recommend that you listen to the podcast as I'll explain more about what this tutorial is saying, just to help answer some unanswered questions. And if you have questions, feel free to call them in. With that, we'll wrap it up for finance. 
This show is a proud member of the Financial Podcast Directory. You can find this and other financial-related podcasts dealing with your personal finance at financialpodcastdirectory.com. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. Now, as for business today, it is going public, and the subtitle is, Are You Ready for a Whirlwind Ride? Take the ultimate funding trip by going public. Sky will help you prepare. Now, this is an article written back in December of 2005, and it's from entrepreneur.com, and uh, very interesting, and I highly recommend that you read this if you're I wouldn't listen to this if you're interested in taking your company public. That's how a lot of now rich people got their start was by taking a company public. Now, what is it? Well, it's initial public offering, or an IPO, you might have heard about that. It's the sale of equity in a company, generally in the form of shares of common stock through an investment banking firm. These shares subsequently trade on recognized stock market. For smaller emerging companies, stock market will probably be NASDAQ small cap market or the NASDAQ national market system. Now, this is appropriate for startup to established companies. Now, startup companies must demonstrate the potential to develop into profitable enterprises that will deliver significant annual increase in sales and earnings. Established companies must also demonstrate significant future growth potential. In either case, minimum earnings growth potential is 20% per year, and a company should be able to achieve a valuation as total shares outstanding times their price of at least $100 million to be truly successful as a publicly held corporation. Now, the best use for this is the financing the expansion of manufacturing or servicing capacity, or marketing activities that have immediate impact on earnings. Also, it provides the company with increasing sales as a layer of working capital to fund growing inventory if there's any or accounts receivable. IPO funds can be used to finance R&D, but stock prices tend to decline during prolonged periods of product development. So, if you can do R&D, keep it short. And, but that, in turn, generates a new set of challenges for founders or senior management. At a cost, well, IPOs are perhaps the most expensive way to finance a company, different than angel investors or uh, other investors. But n- not only will an IPO cost a significant chunk of the company's equity, no less than 25%, and perhaps a great deal more, but fees and expenses can climb to as much as 25% of the deal. For a $5 million offering, that's $1.25 million. Now, the ease of acquisition, unreasonably difficult. Now, going public is one of the most challenging transactions. Now, during robust economic periods, about 70, 750 to 1,000 companies go public each year in offerings underwritten by investment banking firms. Now, many more try but fail during the process, which still rings true that uh, 9 out of 10 businesses fail. Now, what are the strategic reasons a company should consider an initial public offering? 
Well, if a company cannot reasonably expect to raise venture capital from institutional funds, if a company needs to raise more than $5 million, at this point, stalking angel investors can be too con time-consuming, if a banker needs a significant if a company needs a significant amount of permanent capital, it won't have to pay back to a bank or other lender. Or if a company seeks growth through acquisitions and needs currency other than cash to attract and consummate deals. Now, in addition to strategic considerations, being a public corporation often confers the following benefits. A public company has direct access to the capital markets and can raise more capital by issuing additional stock in a secondary offering. Now, public companies can also more easily raise funds privately. Public companies can use their common stock to attract and replain, retain good employees. Being a public company is more prestigious than being a private company. Going public provides owners and founders an exit for selling their ownership holdings in the business. Remember one of the first lessons in business, you have to have an exit strategy. Could very well just be going public. And also public companies are worth more than private companies. Public companies that compose the standard imports 500 are valued at about 17 times their earnings. For example, a company earning 1 million would be worth 17 million. While private companies are typically bought and sold at 1 to 5 times cash flow. So if you're looking at buying a company, buy a private company and make a public and turn around. So you can a whole lot more that way if, <laughs> if you want to be a flipper in a business market. But I don't think it'd be a good idea. But now going public will make you rich, at least on paper. And make no mistake, none of the lawyers, accountants, or investment bankers involved in the process gets the least bit squeamish about your desire for riches. After all, your success means their success. And that can be a lot of depending on if they're wanting your money or not. Now, for entrepreneurs who want to go public, their first most important task is to find an investment banking firm that will underwrite the offering. Once that has been done with a little luck, strong market, and a lot of determination, everything else will fall into place. Now, there's more stuff to go into detail about going public, and I will leave that for you to go find in the show notes the taylormerrick.com website. This is episode number 49. And you can find a link to this article in the show notes for more information on going public. Now, if you have any questions, feel free to call in 1-866-TMP-2860 or go to taylormerrick.com website and uh, click on the Contact Me button to write me an email if you have any questions at all. Now that will wrap it up. This business, we'll be right back with technology. Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Blueberry dot com. You are listening to yet another one of the fine members of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more of the member shows over at techpodcasts.com. For technology today, it is AMD Barcelona. And I seem to be the only podcast that's doing this, is announcing about quad-core chips and higher being produced. Well, remember when I first announced about advanced micro-devices first going in a quad-core processor? Things that was 
back in the 2030s of the podcast. Probably more likely the 30s, but that was uh, AMD Goals Quad Core. That's the exact title. You can go search for that on a Taylormark.com website. Well, their AMD's Quad Core Optron processor is finally ready, but, well, it's far from clear that this is the product that will have right AMD ship. Now, the CEO, Hector Ruiz, will formally unveil the Quad Core Optron chip, previously codenamed Barcelona, during an event in San Francisco tonight. Now, over a year in the making, the six months later than expected, Barcelona will be AMD's first chip with four processing cores. Now, of course, you know, Intel, I've reported on this also, they've had quad-core chips in their servers since last November. The company chose an easier-to-implement method of putting four processor cores by simply packaging two dual-core chips together. Now, AMD took a different approach, integrating all four cores onto a single chip with the belief that having all four cores together was a better fit for its architecture. Will that insistence on a specific design make a difference? In some ways, it already has. Now, the AMD has been forced to severely discount server processor prices this year to compete against Intel, unfortunately losing hundreds of million dollars in the process. And a company sales force is in the middle of a reorganization following departure of its top two sales executives. Why they would leave, I don't know. And because of Barcelona's delay, caused by technical glitches brought on by a challenging design, Ruse will introduce Barcelona about 10 weeks before Intel launches its second-generation quad-core server processor. Now, the initial reviews have yet to surface, but it seems AMD might be able to stop the bleeding with Barcelona. The four major server vendors in the world, Dell, Hewlett-Packard, IBM, and Sun Microsystems, all plan to use Barcelona in their servers. Now, AMD seems it can court new customers by emphasizing a different metric for measuring power consumption in data centers. But AMD will not deliver, at least not yet, on promises made by Randy Allen, corporate VP of AMD server and workstation division in January. Now, what he said was we expect across a wide variety of workloads for Barcelona to outperform Clovertown by 40%. Now, in May, Allen told reporters that Barcelona will be the highest-performing x86 chip out there. It will blow away Clovertown. Well, there's no proof to those statements. In test results, in briefing materials, the company touted only benchmark results that have emphasized floating-point performance and memory bandwidth. They've always been strengths to the Optron processor, but do not cover the entire spectrum of the server market. And even among those per- benchmarks, Barcelona outperformed Intel Xeon X5345 processor by more than 40% and only three criteria. Now, Barcelona will arrive in three different categories for high performance, standard issue, and energy efficient server models. High performance won't be available until fourth quarter 2007, but standard and energy efficient are available for two socket servers dominant segment of the market. Now, in the standard category, AMD will launch processors at 2 GHz and 1.9 GHz, costing 389 319 respectively. The energy-efficient Optrons will launch at 1.9 GHz, 
1.8 GHz and 1.7 GHz. about it for AMD Barcelona. More information can be found by looking at the complete article found on the TaylorMerrick.com website show notes for episode number 49. And if you have questions about quad cores in general or any technology question, please call. Uh, this podcast is created for the reason. Listener feedback. Listener interaction. This podcast. You, the listener, have more control of how things are going to be presented and and you have more voice of things you want to be heard on a show, so please call them in and they'll be answered. I'm actually excited about AMD, their quad-core. I'm more interested in the way they've done it creating this quad-core. They spent a lot more time and energy creating this quad-core than Intel did. Intel said, eh, what the heck, why don't we just go take, you know, two dual cores and slap them together. Oh, look, we got a quad-core. Well, AMD said, no, 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 that's not the way you do it. What you're going to do is you're going to, you know, do it this different way. You're going to have four chips and you're going to integrate them all and you're it's going to work better that way. And so, hopefully that appears true. The initial test results don't seem that great, but I'm a bit optimist about this. And kind of biased because my computer runs the AMD chip, and for some odd reason, I like <laughs> AMD chips in my computer. And, uh, so... What kind of chips do you have in your computer? I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's the question I'll be asking if you want to. Feel free to answer it. And what do you think will happen with quad-core chips run faster, run slower, better, or otherwise? Please call those questions in, and I'll play them in this technology segment. As for right now, AMD Barcelona is wrapped up, and uh, that will complete technology for today. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to taylormerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.